Hey there, Strong Mom. Welcome to the Mom's New Strong Show, a show that inspires, educates, and motivates you to ditch the weight loss and fitness drama and create a fit and healthy lifestyle that you love, all centered around down-to-earth and practical solutions that will leave you feeling inspired and ready to take action. I'm your host, Jessica May, fitness and nutrition coach, hot mess mama too, a recovering perfectionist, and a lover of all things sprinkles and Mexican food. I'm also a woman on a mission to help you strengthen your body and mind so that you can be the best version of yourself. Ready to unleash your inner and outer strong mom? Let's get started. Hey, Strong Moms, welcome back to another episode. And today's episode is going to be a really good one. I mean it. I know you're going to walk away and it's going to completely turn upside down how you view weight loss in the sense of your diet and dieting and, you know, really make you think about what are the effects of dieting in itself and, and really why is it not working? A lot of us realize it's not working, right? But we don't feel like there's another way this is like this is the way to weight loss right is dieting it's you know really restricting your calories replacing your meals with all these shakes really the whole the willpower and the motivation and having self-restriction and all these things we we think that weight loss and dieting is hard and it should be hard and we have all these stories around it so today i am going to share with you why and how diets suck and actually how they're go- they they are going to set you up to actually gain more weight and how they just don't work right so six out of every seven people who are overweight or obese will lose a significant amount of weight in their lifetime but 95% of them will regain all that weight they lost within 3 years so what does this mean for one this means We don't have a weight loss problem. We have a keeping the weight off problem. This means that diets have a success rate of 5%, right? And I know some of you might be listening to this and you're thinking, Jessica, well, I'm not obese or I'm not overweight, but our bodies all function in the same way. So if you are even struggling with regaining and losing the same five to 10 pounds and you always feel like you're stuck, like you feel like that last 10 pounds is really hard for you, then I want you to listen to this too because maybe this can definitely apply to you. Maybe the reason you're being stuck is because your body is fighting you against that diet, right? And I see this time and time again when I have nutrition consults with women, About 80-90% of the women that I work with through nutrition, they're not overeating. They're actually undereating. And this, what I'm going to share with you today is what is happening with them. And this is really why I want you to listen to this because I'm seeing a majority of women, this is what they're struggling with. They're not struggling with eat overeating excessive amounts of calories. They're struggling with the dieting part and what that's doing to their body and how their body is naturally reacting and they're not understanding what it's doing to them. And they're not going about dieting in a way that is going to set them up for long-term success because 
we have been shown one way of dieting and it's this whole go big or go home like it's it's no pain no gain right it's like the less calories the better the quicker amount of weight loss the better all these mentalities right which is just in our society when it comes to weight loss you know it's not sexy whenever you're like i tell people which is the truth that healthy weight loss is two pounds a week one pound a week that's that's great weight loss but people want to see consistent five pounds of weight loss you know we want to see these big numbers we want to have these overnight transformations and really that is just setting you up to actually gain more weight it's setting you up for that whole yo-yo uh, yo-yo thing of gaining of losing the weight gaining the weight back and then you kind of do this dance and if you are somebody that falls into this you probably realize like that gets harder Every time you try to do this dieting thing, it, it gets harder. It's like, wow, I'm not losing weight in the way that I should. And, you know, it kind of seems depressing, right? When I say like diets have a success rate of 5%. And this doesn't mean like throwing the towel, like it's too hard. Um, this means that we need to go about dieting in a different way. This means that what we're trying to do as the majority of people, right, is not working. But that doesn't mean that it's impossible to lose weight because there's people that lose weight all the time. We just need to figure out what are those 5% doing? And that's going to be for actually next week's episode. We're going to talk about the hows of like why, what actually works. But today I really, really want to open your eyes up to why restrictive dieting doesn't work. And when I mean restrictive dieting, I mean really severely cutting your calories really quickly too. You know, a lot of us think when we're going to go on a diet, we're like, man, I'm going to go on this 1200 calorie diet. I don't know why 1200 calories is a magical number. And you see results in the beginning and over and you're like, man, this is great. I'm losing five pounds a week. And then it just slowly, it starts to drip down, right? If you are even able to keep up with that for long enough, you notice you plateau, right? And whether you plateau or whether you have a binge and you just can't restrict anymore and you feel like you just lost all that willpower, what happens? You gain all the weight back and some of us gain even more weight back. So if that's you and you're stuck in that vicious cycle, well, girlfriend, <laughs> this episode is going to help you to uncover why that is because there's nothing wrong with you. I'm going to repeat that. There is nothing wrong with you. Your body is actually reacting in a perfectly normal way. And we're going to talk about that today. And also, willpower is not an issue. A lack of willpower is not the issue. Yes, it takes willpower to change. Yes, this is not, it's not supposed to be completely easy, but it's not supposed to be impossible either. And it's not supposed to feel like it overpowers and overtakes your whole life. That's not, okay, I'm going to give it away. <laughs> let me hold on because <laughs> let me set up the stage first. I kind of already talked about that, but I just want you to realize my goal is by the end of this podcast episode for you to think of dieting completely different. Stop trying to starve yourself into your dream body and decide to find a better way that actually results in long-term success. And so if you find, like you said, if you find yourself in this vicious cycle, losing weight, gaining weight, 
I really hope that this episode is the catalyst for you finding a better way or just opening the door for you wanting to find a better way because insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So let this be the beginning of us stopping insanity. So today we're going to talk about two different things. We're going to be talking about the first thing is really going to be why, um, you know, the main reason why only 5% of people have a success rate with diets, and it really has nothing to do with willpower. And then we're also going to talk about what happens in your body when you diet and how dieting is setting you up to get fatter. So let's just dive right in and let's just talk about what is that main reason? Why are only 5% of people having a success rate in dieting? And, you know, I want you to really keep an open mind when I talk about some of this stuff like this, right? What I'm going to tell you now, and if you have not noticed already, everything I share with you is practical and simple. And the honest truth is those are the things that work, but we always try to overcomplicate things. Let's not overcomplicate it because overcomplication does not work, which is the main reason why these diets is only have 5% success rate is because they're not sustainable. Majority of diets are not sustainable. If your diet is not sustainable, guess what? You're not going to keep it up. And guess what? You're not going to have long-term success. And if you are, really, if you haven't listened to episode one, which is called Finding Your Perfect Diet, this is one of the things to finding a diet that works for you. Not saying that all diets are bad, right? Dieting is just a term that means a way of eating. So what we're talking, what I'm talking about today that doesn't work are these really restrictive diets. These things that are just, they do not, they just don't work. Especially we got to take into consideration us being moms too, right? We got, that's where the practical piece comes into play. And majority of weight loss and nutrition plans and meal plans and things, they don't take into account that you're a mom. That is not sustainable. It is not sustainable for you to have to cook yourself separate meals from your family all the time. It's not sustainable for you to never enjoy food around your family. Never be able to have ice cream with your kid. Well, unless you're lactose, right? <laughs> Even I'm I'm lactose, but I, I still do a little bit here and there. But the whole point is if your diet is not sustainable, your results will not be sustainable. And yet a lot of these weight loss programs are missing that piece. They're missing the sustainability piece. And this is also another reason why so many different diets work for so many different people, right? You you probably know a friend that were that, you know, they lost all this weight on keto or fasting or, you know, all these different diets and it worked for them, but you tried and it didn't work for you. But that just means that that diet wasn't sustainable for your way of living, your lifestyle, right? And, and how much are we willing to sacrifice? And I really don't, I think life is, there's more to life than your day revolving around your diet, right? And your your kids see that and they're setting an example. So what kind of examples do you think you're setting for your kids if you're always eating something different from them? If you're having, if you're eating something completely different for dinner time, Right? Or if you're always constantly worried about calorie counting or what you can and cannot have, your kids pick up on those things. right? And so that's something that 
me personally as a mom, I don't want to, especially I have a daughter. She's three right now, but even now she she's going to notice those things, but I don't want to give my daughter that complex growing up already about dieting, right? So that's something for you to really think about as a mom, you know, and I'm not here to preach and tell you how to be a mom, but to really see how those things affect and then to really ask yourself, you know, is this what I want? And if you are just thinking that you have to settle for a diet, like, okay, this is supposed to be the diet that works for everybody. This is supposed to be the greatest diet ever, but yet it doesn't go with you. It's not in tune with your lifestyle. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel like it's something that you could do every day. Then I don't care how perfect, like air quotes I'm doing right now, that diet is. It's not for you. It's not. And like I said, if you um, go, I'm not going to go too much into this, but listen to episode one. It's called Finding Your Perfect Diet. And it's really a set of questions, I believe it's five different questions that will walk you through answering that for yourself because it's different for everybody. But yet we want to put ourselves in these cookie cutter things like, oh, well, this and this worked for that person. And then we think because it doesn't work for us and it worked for so-and-so that there's something wrong with us. We don't have enough willpower or just, oh, well, I can't lose weight. I'm always just destined to be bigger or I'm not going to be fit. Whatever that story is, that's really all it is is a story because that's not true. It's just you haven't found what works for you. Just like, for example, there's there's diets like I'm going to go back to keto because it's so popular right now. I have friends that do it. I've known people that have lost a lot of weight with it. But it's not for me. Like I, I could, sure, I could discipline myself into doing it. And um, I don't know what would happen. <laughs> I've never done a keto before. I just know personally, it's not for me. And and um, so based on just my, basically my values is what I see in, when it comes to nutrition. It just doesn't fit. It just doesn't fit. I'm not gonna do it. Same thing with vegan, same thing with vegetarian. Does that mean that those diets are bad or wrong? No, it just means they're not for me. And just like I said, I'm, I'm, I know I'm preaching a lot here, but finding really what works for you and not giving up, knowing that when something doesn't work, really evaluating why is it not working? Because going back around and like trying to really simplify things for you is you just got to find something you can stick to. A lot of all these diets can work, right? Because in the grand scheme of weight loss, calorie restriction is it (laughs) like it really is I mean on a very like baseline cookie cutter like just very basic level calories do matter and so what do all calories what do all diets do really all of them what do they do they restrict calories in some type of way fasting you restrict your calories within a window keto you're taking out like complete food groups right like carbs like you don't think that's really restricting calories it is you know all diets that's how they work they restrict calories in some different types of ways. It's just whether, what way do you want to restrict calories in? Okay. And then the problem comes in with a lot of these things also not working is going to be the second part of this conversation of what happens in your body when we diet. What, what's going on? What are all the triggers in your body that's, that, you know, it's like our body doesn't want to diet. And we're going to talk about that. Okay, not saying that that dieting will not work. We just got to do it in a a way that is practical and functional and that can alleviate 
let or, or knock into less of what I'm going to explain to you in a minute, right? Which is going to be next week's episode. But when we diet, we activate our body's defense mechanism, a defense system. And before I go into all the the little details of that, I want you to understand why. There's nothing wrong with you. Remember. All these are natural things. This is how we have evolved. This is why you're here is because your ancestors were able to survive through times of famine. And what is a diet? It's essentially a self-induced famine. It really is. It's, it's we're putting our bodies in a famine state. And so you have to realize that you're working against hundreds of years of biology and, and uh, adaptation. So your body has gotten really good at adapting to famine in a way that is going to reserve energy and prevent excessive energy from being used. And not only that, but set you up to better be equipped to handle an upcoming famine. <laughs> All these things that all makes sense when you learn about it of why when we really really calorie do really hard calorie restricted diets how these things can backfire because it is activating our body's defense system so what is our body's defense system and like i said this is just years of adaptation through famine of how our ancestors this is the reason why you're here all these things start happening in your body that ensure that you're going to survive this famine your body doesn't know you're trying to look good for this bikini in the summer or, you know, just fit better in your clothes. It doesn't know that. It just knows like, oh, crap, like, like I'm not getting food anymore. I'm not getting the food that I was. And it, and it activates that defense system. It goes on to defense mode of, okay, I got to start reserving. I got to start, you know, reserving energy. I, I got to set myself up to when we do get food, we're going to really, we're going to try to keep as much energy as we can. Um, so your body's preparing for restorage, and then let's also make it harder to lose weight in the future ever in case another famine comes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I know it, it kind of, it, I know when I tell you all this, you're probably thinking like, oh crap, like I can't diet at all. But like I said, hang in with me next week. I'm going to share with you a better way to diet where we're not going to activate this defense mechanism in such a way where you're going to lose, I mean, where you, where it's going to really set you up to gain fat after you diet. And just to kind of, let's kind of backstep a little bit. Let's talk about how weight loss works because this is something that I didn't really realize at first when I got into this whole fitness industry or, you know, being a personal trainer and doing nutritionist. When I was doing a lot of trial and error on my own, I've learned a lot by doing trial and error. I did that for years before I got my certifications and I'm still doing trial and error as in I like to do experiments with myself and learn more. I find that's the best way to learn is through self-experimentation. But going back to this one thing, about weight loss I didn't realize so I think a lot of us think when we lose weight we we think okay we're losing fat right so I thought okay we're losing when I'm losing weight I'm losing fat cells but it doesn't really work like that so this is how it works you have a set number of fat cells and when you lose weight those fat cells just they shrink that's all you're not really losing fat cells, you have a set number of fat, like a set point, right? We've all heard set point where there's a set point for your fat cells. Like you have the certain amount of fat cells and they like to be at a set point of a certain amount of size. And so when we lose weight, it's like, like quote unquote losing weight is just your fat cells are shrinking, 
Okay, so that you have to understand that as I'm going forward of setting you up to understand of how dieting, how this activating your body's defense system can actually make you fatter is realizing that you have a set number of fat cells and those fat cells have a, a certain size, a, di- a, di- a diameter, all right? And when you lose weight, those fat cells just shrink. You don't necessarily lose fat cells, they just get smaller, and that's the way typical weight loss works, okay? So going back to the body's defense system, there are three things that happen when this defense system is activated by a self-induced famine, aka really restricted dieting, right? your body will start working on reducing the energy gap. So what does this mean? All right, so we're gonna kind of talk about a little bit about metabolism here, right? Your metabolism is basically the amount of calories your body is burning every day, right, for you to function. And then other things can um, be into play like your, you know, just... There's um, just like your daily um, activity, right? And all those kinds of things. Well, your body, when you are activating this defense mechanism, it tries to reduce that energy gap. So say, you know, you're burning, you start out burning, you know, your body's burning 2,000 calories, right? That's how, that's what your maintenance calories is, 2,000. And then you restrict your calories to 1,200. Well, your body is going to start working on that energy gap, meaning right now your body is burning 2,000 calories a day, but you're only intaking 1,200 calories of, of, um, of energy, right? So you have this big gap between 1,200 and 2,000. This gap your body does not like, especially when it thinks that it's in a famine, it's going to re- try to reduce that gap to preserve energy. Basically, your body is going to work to function more efficiently so your metabol it will do things to so that at that point your metabolism will start slowing down and it will try to your energy in will try to meet your energy out your body likes that homostasis that's what i'm talking about as reducing this energy gap so this is what i see with these women right they go okay so you're at 2,000 calories your metabolism that's your maintenance but then you're like okay i need to lose weight i'm going to drop to 1200 calories over time you're yes you're going to see changes you're going to see weight loss but your body is slowly adapting to that 1200 calories as this body's defense mechanism is reducing that energy gap so eventually you're going to quote unquote plateau right because now your body has adjusted its metabolism to 1200 calories and that's what your intake is there's no longer that gap so you're not losing weight Right, and so that's how a plateau works in that sense. So it will also, so it does that, but it also, another way, so some of those ways that it helps to reduce that energy gap too, besides bringing down your metabolism, is that it tries to increase energy intake, which means increasing your hunger. So when your fat cells start to shrink, there is a hormone, it's your satiety hormone, it makes you feel satisfied with food called leptin, that decreases your fat cells shrink. When that happens, it starts reducing that hormone that makes you feel full. So this in itself will increase, um, this is gonna increase hunger, it's gonna make you feel more hungry. Um, So your body is really trying to, like I said, close in that gap where your intake is where your outtake is, right? Um, The next thing that in this um, defense system 
as your body prepares itself for restorage, weight gain. So it makes you really efficient at storing energy. That's part of, of this defense mechanism. And then um, the last thing is it makes future weight loss harder. So studies have shown, you know, the more times that you diet, the harder that it is um, to lose weight and the faster it is to regain the weight, right? And we've and you probably have um, maybe experienced this, right? Like you go on a diet and the first time it's like really easy to lose that weight. And then um, you, yeah, you gain the weight right back. Say you gain that back and you gain it at a steady pace. Well, then you're like, okay, now I need to go dieting again. I need to lose this weight again. And you find it a little bit harder. And then you find it a little bit easier to gain the weight back. And every time you go through this dieting cycle, that just perpetuates. It's like it it starts to get even harder to gain the weight or to lose the weight. And it starts to get even easier to regain the weight, which is a reason why yo-yo dieting is so hard. It's this vicious cycle. All right. And, and then also let's talk about what happens um, when about the whole regaining or gaining more fat, right? Like I told you, I was going to explain that to you, how it makes you fatter. So remember I told you how you have a set number of fat cells and when you lose weight, when you go on a diet, those fat cells shrink and that's how you quote unquote lose weight. You don't really lose fat cells, okay? So studies have shown, right? And and by the way, just... um. Just to let you know, a lot of this information that I get, there's this guy that I follow. He's a he's has a PhD in nutrition. His name is um, Lane Norton, or it's called BioLane on YouTube. And I bought his book called Fat Loss Forever, and a lot of this stuff is explained really well in detail. He also has some really good YouTube videos, so I'm gonna have to put that in the show notes. But um, he shares, so when I say studies, like he has all that in there and he's very uh, particular, like I, I really trust what he has to say and everything is really backed up by scientific studies. So there was a study that showed in rats what happens when you really, when you wake in this body's defense system that I'm talking about right now and what happened when they lost about a, a lot of, um, re- like you re- they really restrict the calories on them and then they refed them, right? Like they, they're like, so basically they're trying to mimic what happens when people go on restricted diets and they lose a bunch of weight really fast and then they fall off track and they binge and they gain all the weight back. Like what is happening, right? Because, you know, we, we see this where people gain more weight afterwards when that happens, but what's really happening? Why is that happening? And it's really interesting. It's really interesting. So what they found in the study is that those fat cells in those rats, so you have that set number of fat cells, when you are binging after a restrictive diet, and remember, I, I told you um, that your body gets better at storing more fat, right? It, it's like this defense mechanism makes it easier to restore fat. That's what your body is priming to do when this when you go on that bench. It's really, that's why it's very, oh, what you do after a diet really does matter. The This is proving it on point because it's showing that during that benching period, your body is primed to restore, right? It's going to really try to prepare yourself for an upcoming famine. And the way that it does that is by increasing your fat cells, 
Let me say that again, increasing your fat cells, right? I said you have a set number of fat cells and when you go on a diet, they shrink. But when you go through this binge period, this is what the study showed, when they go on this binging period, they actually gained more fat cells. And then remember I told you your fat cells like to be a certain size, right? A certain diameter, that's your set point, right? This, it showed that what happened in these rats is they gained more fat cells and then they went back to their set point. So the fat cells went back to the original size that they were. But the reason why they, the rats got fatter or they seen fatter was because they had more fat cells. All the fat cells were the same size at the set point, but they just had more of the fat cells. This is why they got fatter. This is why it's harder to lose weight the more you awaken this defense mechanism because you're, re- you're gaining more fat cells when you do this. So that was like when I learned about that study and I, and I really understood like how that the fat cells and, you know, the weight loss. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like that in itself is every reason for anybody not to do a restrictive diet and to put their body in that defense system mode, like on overdrive. Because like I said, anytime we do a diet, anytime we restrict calories, we're going to activate this a little bit, right? We're going to activate it. But the thing is, we don't want to activate it to the point where we end up worse afterwards. And so I really hope that this um, really put it in perspective. And I really didn't go into that much detail. There's a lot more detail in it. Like I said, um, Lane Norton has a YouTube series on it. And he has an amazing book called Fat Loss Forever that really goes into the depth of this. Um, so you can go there for more. But I really want my show to be something that because he he's pretty nerdy and he goes in science, right? And if you don't have a pra- like a, like a, not a practical, if you don't kind of understand the basics of things, like you can get really lost. So what I wanted to give you is the breakdown and overview, so that way you could really understand it and grasp the main concept. Like who cares? Like unless you're like me and like to nerd out on all the details, you really don't need the details. You just need to know why and how. Like in a big broad picture, that's. Oh, excuse me, burping over here. (laughs) That's really what I wanted to give to you today so that you can really start reevaluating how you're going about weight loss. And I really want you as a mom, like my whole thing is I want you to have long-term success, right? And if you are doing these diets, these, oh gosh, and you're yo-yo dieting, like you're not setting yourself up for long-term success. You're actually making it harder on yourself every time you try to do that yo-yo dieting. And here are the hard science facts of why that happens, you know? And um, I hope you really take this into consideration and you join me on next week's episode when I talk about what to do because at this point you might be thinking, oh shit, like I'm doing a really restrictive diet right now. That means I'm gonna gain all this weight and blah, blah. No, I'm going to share with you how we need to be approaching this whole weight loss, right? And then also what to do after a diet because the diet after the diet matters a lot. Like I'm not saying you should um, not really try to lose weight. Like of course you're going to have to calorie restrict, but 
what do we do when we lose the weight and we feel like, okay, I've lost the amount of weight. I maybe I want to go back to eating a little bit more food. I want to kind of ease up. Like, how does that transition look like in real life? Like how, because I'll be completely honest with me. I do that. Like there's times where I eat more and then I cut back to kind of like, okay, well, I want to try to, you know, see where I can take myself as far as my physique and then there's times where it's like okay right now I'm really just more focused on enjoying my family and doing those kinds of things and uh, food I mean food is a, is a big part of our society like you can't practically get around that and um there's seasons and times and I feel like there's seasons and times for things so it makes sense like for you to know how to approach those in a way that is setting you up for long-term success and I probably to be honest I I don't do and I'm not talking about like massive weight loss for myself like I routinely stay within five pounds of what I'm comfortable in so sometimes I'm like five pounds a little heavier sometimes I'm a five pounds lighter but I I stay within like that five pounds and that's where I'm comfortable and that's what I want for you because I feel like that is practical that's practical because there's going to be times where you're going to fluctuate. There's going to be times where there's going to be different seasons in life where you can't be so on point with things, but you never want to get so off track where you just lose yourself, right? Or it's just, yeah, I hope I hope this is making sense. Like th- this is like my vision for what I want to share with moms and where I want them to be at because it's a great place to be at where this is just the way you live your life and this is just how it is and you don't have to be so uh, stressed out about weight loss. Like it's not this like on and off thing. It's not like this really restrictive thing you do for a while and you only you do it till you see results and then you fall off track. Like no, like we want you. You say you want a healthy and fit lifestyle. Well, that's a lifestyle. It's something you do all the time. And and you can only do something all the time if it's practical. <laughs> if it's practical, it's simple to implement because we're freaking moms. We have other people. It, it's not just all about us, right? And, and um, of course, we should take care of ourselves. <laughs> we are... It, we have to take care of ourselves and that is a big part of it when it's sustainable when it's simple when it's practical you can fit time for you and you can make it work um and yeah so i'm gonna get off before i go on a complete rant but i hope you join me next week and if you really enjoyed this podcast if this was really helpful and really gave you some good information please let me know leave me a review um or hit me up on Instagram. I'm Mom is New Strong or on Facebook. I'm Jessica Nicole May. And I would love to hear what you have to say. And um, if you have any questions or you want any follow-up, I would be open totally to doing another episode on um, something else to give you more clarification. But until then, go out there and be the strong mom that you know you are. <laughs>